uh, here, here's my thought. I don't know if the way church is done is the, exactly the way God wanted it to be done. I mean, I, I think I think I better get rid of this gum. Um, here. Uh, what you got in there? Tobacco? Oh, that's coffee. I'm gonna say, you don't, you know, stop chewing tobacco. I know you don't do that. Uh, um, so, so, so my thought is, okay, we, we come, and this is not my message, it's just my thought. We come together, and then we, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, it's like, I come in, you go to a church, they got greeters at the door, they got, you know, coffee in the lobby, they have, uh, uh, you know, they, they have music, and then they have uh, someone who comes out and they encourages the crowd or whatever, then you, they bring out some speaker, and then he speaks, and then they take, whoa, they take offering first, don't, don't forget that. Then they bring out, you know, speaker speaks, and then they may do a song again at the end, and then they, you know, they send us home. And I'm, I'm like, I don't really, I'm not really sure that's the way God intended church, but you got to do something, right? I, I do know that in the early church, they did sing hymns and songs, and I do know that they did share the word. So, I'm going to just share the word. You know, just, just, something stuff I was reading I don't even really know how this is gonna where it's gonna take us we're just gonna read I think I got an idea but but I'm, I, we're just gonna read and then we'll see what the Holy Spirit says is that okay, okay. Lord help me help them today in Jesus name John chapter 5 verse 26 and I I, I believe it'll help us I really do how I don't know but <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you're wondering why I got a suit on, it's because I didn't wash. You know, so I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm wearing a suit today because I got like eight bags. I got so many clothes that I don't have to wash for like a month. And, and so what happens is it bites me, and then I, I get lazy, I don't wash, and then I'm like, oh, I guess I'm wearing a suit today. So that's what you guys got today. John chapter 5, verse 26. Auntie, give me this. For as the Father has life in himself. That's my auntie. Chris, give me this. Come on. So as, for as the Father has life in himself, yeah. so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. So it says uh, life comes from the Father himself. So the Father has also allowed the Son to give life. The Son actually gives life. Everybody say amen. amen. But he gives it through your faith and your trust and your belief in him. That's how he gives you life. Verse 27. And he has given him authority to judge because he is the son of man. And the father has given him the power to judge all people because he is the son of man. Now, I couldn't help but think, there's times I had to forgive myself for stuff. Amen. amen. Because, because we mess up. Amen. Or amen. we blow it. Or, or we, sometimes we, we uh, um, blow it and it, we didn't know we were blowing it at the time, then we realized we blew it. Sometimes we purposely know we're blowing it. Everybody say amen. Amen. And so, thank you. And so it's like, uh, uh, we, it's, there's times when I go, man, I'm, I'm so angry at myself. It's like, you know, God talks, the Bible talks about forgiveness a lot, forgiving other people, but what about forgiving yourself? Amen. amen. And, and now here's the key though, and this is why I've been able to do it. And I've messed up terribly and I've, and I've, have my moment, especially, you know when it's really bad, when you get to know the Lord and you get to understand his principles and you know that you're doing wrong. Amen. That's, and you know you handled that wrong. You know you shouldn't have said that like that. You know you shouldn't have responded like that. Or mm -hmm. you know you should have, shouldn't have done that. And, and that's when it hurts even worse. Because, yes. 
when you don't know, okay, you didn't know, you're just ignorant. But when you know, it's a whole nother set of grief, isn't Amen. it? It's like, man, okay, I know that's wrong, and I know I shouldn't be that way. I know I shouldn't feel this way. I know I shouldn't think like this. And, and, I'm, and then you come out of it, and you snap out of it, and you come back to yourself, and you go, man, I, I, now I'm so frustrated with me. Amen. I get so sick of me. Did you get Amen. sick of you? And, 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 and then here's the only way you can do it. You have to realize you're not your judge. Amen. Jesus is. Amen. God gave him authority to be able to judge us. So that means that other people shouldn't judge you, but it also means you shouldn't judge yourself. I'm able to forgive right. myself because I realized something. I'm not my judge. Jesus is my judge, and God has given him authority to be able to judge. And Jesus did all these things for me, so therefore, if Jesus has the fi- he has the final say, well, if I'm a, if I'm a good person or not, or if I'm received or not, and, and my forgiveness is there, none of that, he's the final say that gives me the strength to want to repent. Amen. I mean, because you can forgiveness and repentance is two different things. You guys know that. So, so. I go, man, how am I able to get back up when you fall? So I'm really just, I think I'm trying to encourage you today for anybody that's in here that needs to forgive their, yourself. Forgive you. Stop being so hard on you. Now, be hard on you when you're lazy. Be hard on you when you're just being uh, uh, hard-headed and stiff-necked or disobedient. Just be hard on you when you... When you stink, be hard on yourself, you know, because that snaps you out of it. But some things is just, you know, it, a lot of times, man, we're still hurting from pains in the past that wasn't even our fault. Amen. But we've taken on the burden of, of saying that, oh, I might, it must have been something I've done. Man, I, you, I've talked to so many people who got abused and they feel like they did something wrong. Mm-hmm. You didn't do something wrong. Yes, I did. Why would, why would someone like that who loves me, why would they do? to me and I go man because uh, uh, they were supposed to love you but unfortunately sin is in the world and unfortunately long as sin is in the world horrible things are going to happen and it's like so here, here and I hate and I wish I can rewind it and take that pain away but what I am going to say is that it wasn't your fault amen Whose ever fault it was we'll, we'll talk about that later but we know it wasn't yours but this sense of guilt comes on and this sense of, 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 of like, like, you know, self-condemnation. Like, you know, you beat yourself up and it's something I didn't do or something I said wrong. Or saying it's like, no, you know, it, it really wasn't your fault. And, and so now you're judging you. And I'm trying to tell you, you don't have the ability to judge you. Jesus judges you. Amen. All right. So I'm, I'm here to, to try to help some people. Forgive themselves. Amen. I, I, you kind of forgive others when you, but what about you? Do you? Have you forgiven you? Amen. Second Corinthians chapter five, wherever we need to go. What seventeen? Is that uh, it, Chris? Yes, it is. Let's go. Okay. Therefore. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. It says, when anyone is in Christ, it's a whole new world. The old things are gone. Suddenly, everything is new. Suddenly. As soon as you 
begin to trust in Christ, you receive what Christ did for you. I'm not going to preach this. I'm going to walk through this. Suddenly, right, everything becomes new. It says everything in, the, everything in your life is all totally new. I know you work in the same place. You got the same funny-looking husband. You know, your kids are still running around bad. But I'm saying everything <laughs> is new. Now, here's the key. You have to realize it and then learn it. See, everything is new, but you don't realize it. Amen. And then you have to learn how to walk in the newness. Amen. Suddenly it says, all, and it says all old things are gone. Man, I told you this a hundred times. Leave the past in the past. Amen. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the past of yesterday. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the past of 20 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. You know, some people, I, I, I heard this po Families get in the biggest arguments on their way to church. You know, because the kids were squawking, they want to get something to eat. The wife was running late. The, the husband couldn't find his socks, so he's yelling at the wife. And, 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 and you get in the car, and then you're on the way to church now, and you got your little family picket fence and all that. And then you pull up at the church, and then everybody puts on the church face, Hey, how God bless you. Good to see you. The Lord is so good. Mm -hmm. But you just argued all the way, to the, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you've been arguing all morning. It's been tense in the house all morning. I'm talking about forgetting what happened 20 minutes ago. Amen. Something that a great pitcher in baseball, you know what a, a, a great pitcher in baseball, what his biggest tool is? It's the art of forgetting. Because he can throw a bad pitch and the guy takes it deep. It's gone. Home run. But see, they're not taking him out. He's got to pitch to the next guy. So he's got to forget that home run he just gave up. I'm a master at forgetting the past. Past is just to be glanced at. That's why I always tell you, your, 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 your windshield is this big. Your, 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 front, your front window is that large so you can see everything. But everything behind you just got small windows, small rear view, small. It's just so you can glance at it, so you can see where you came from. Amen. It's not to be dwelled at. It's don't dwell there at all. Don't dwell in the past. Don't dwell on the past of last weekend. Amen. So definitely don't dwell on the past of 20 years ago. Amen. Amen. So what do you got to do? You got to forgive yourself. Amen. I messed up. I blew it. I, I ugh. I tore that up. I made a bad decision. I, I said the wrong things. And, you, and, and, okay, sometimes you need to apologize. Everybody say amen. No. Amen. Isn't a, apology is so tough. Mm -hmm. Well, it used to be for me. Now I'm quick to be like, man, I'm, I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, the other day I, I, I yelled at you. ever yelled at your kid about something that they always do, but they didn't do it that time? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so I'm like, dude, didn't I tell you to pick that? And he's like, I did. Oh, my bad, man. I'm sorry. But it's your fault. I yell at you about that all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like, man, I, I, it's, it's like I'm quick now to say, I, I blew that one. I messed up. I, I shouldn't have, have done that. And, and, it, and when you do that, it frees you. Mm -hmm. And it helps you to be able to get past stuff. Right. Now, some people you ain't gonna, you're not going to be able to call and say you're sorry about past this, okay. But what I am saying is you still have to forgive yourself for that because you, you, you are new. Everything is new now. Everything's, it, Jesus came and wiped the slate clean. The beauty of it is he does it all the time. So we'll, we, 
on a chalkboard called life. We'll write something up there, and Jesus will come over and go, oh, and he'll erase it. Start over. And then we write something else stupid, and then he goes, oh, and he erase it. Start over. That's what grace and mercy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That's what it's for. Okay, you messed up. Listen, I still love you. I don't care what you did. I don't, I don't care how messed up you did it. I don't care how much you blew it. I still love you. So if I still love you, and you know, I, gotta, I struggle with love. That means that Jesus is your only judge. Amen. So why are you judging yourself? You know, sometimes we, 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 we base our life on our kids, and then our kids grow up, and they might get a little off, and, and then we take the blame. Oh, I should have done this, and I should have done that. And maybe you should have, maybe you shouldn't have, but that's how life turned. And, but my thing is, you can't just waddle in it. You got to... You're not a perfect parent, but who is? Amen. Amen. Who's a perfect parent? I would think the only person on the planet that was perfect was Jesus, and last time I checked, he ain't had no kids. <laughs> so there was no perfect parent. There's never been a perfect parent. Amen. Because Jesus was the only perfect person. So that means that every other parent is flawed. Amen. All right, right? Amen. That means every other husband and wife is flawed. Every, every other uncle and aunt, they're, they're flawed. Everybody's flawed. So my thing is, since we're flawed, we, we have to go, hey, man, I, I'm, okay, I'm flawed, but... Past is the past. I can't rewind it. I wish I could. But what I can do is I can't forget it. So I can go free. I love you, somebody. So I can forgive myself. I got to forgive myself. Chris, come on. I got to move on. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. All this stuff comes from God. And God, you know, all this is from God through Christ. God made peace between himself and us. And God gave us the work of bringing people into that peace. He gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That means that he's given us the ability to bring other people into this peace. I'm trying to bring you into the peace that I have. It doesn't mean I'm better. It just means that I, I probably messed up more than you. And I, t- I tell you, I get more, I'm, I got more uh, accountability. I mean, God, when I mess up, it's, oh, it shakes the heavens. He goes, oh, there he is again. You better, you, be, you better, you know, you start stuttering, you really mad. You know? I know I make God stutter. <laughs> that dude, a ghoul. That dude, that dude. But the one thing I'm counting on is God knows my heart, right? Amen. And I know that Jesus is my judge. Yes, yes. So that means that Kenan isn't my judge. Amen. Now, wait a minute, Kenan. All right, you know what, dude? We, we, this right here, I know, but, but hey, man, you're not your judge. God gave that ability to Christ. And because now I walk in Christ, he has the ability to judge me. We were, we were driving yesterday, me and Julie hung out all day, and we were going our way to uh, movies. And we were talking, and, and he was like, man, when Jesus comes back, I, I might be a little nervous. And I'm like, I get it. I see, you know, but here's the thing. Only people that are really nervous are ones who don't understand. Amen. Because if Jesus came back right now, first of all, you guys are in church, so that's a good start. <laughs> Second, but it's, we have to realize that God has, has made us not his enemy anymore, not based on your goodness. 
Not based on the fact you've done everything right, but he's telling us right here, it's based on what Christ did for us. So that means that Christ, who's coming back as a judge, everybody say amen now. Amen. He already did the Savior thing. Next time Jesus comes back, he's judging the world. Amen. And then what is he going to do? Goats this way, sheep that way. That's what he's going to do. And so here's your comfort. I'm perfect. Nope, you know you're not. But your comfort is he will be your judge and you walk in him so he will not judge you guilty. I'm not perfect, though. I know. That's why Jesus died, because you're not perfect. So somebody perfect had to die for you because you're not perfect. Right. And that's why he was the only one that was able to bear that burden of all of our madness because he was perfect. Mm -hmm. So here's something that's perfect taking the blame for something that's imperfect. So now that imperfect thing has been dubbed perfect because of what the perfect thing did. I couldn't say that again <laughs> if you asked me to. <laughs> so he said, hey, 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 Christ gave us not only the ability for us to go free, but he gave us the ministry or the, hopefully the willingness to see other people freed. And that's my biggest struggle. I don't see enough of that in the world. I see a lot of inviting people to, 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 to theater, not necessarily the Lord. Or I see a lot of, I don't invite anybody. I, what I'm doing is I'm just trying to wait on Jesus to come back and I'm, try, I'm just trying to live my best life and everybody around you is dying. And you got the remedy. That's like having the, 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 the antidote to some kind of disease or poison and not sharing it. Amen. You guys know so many people that are lost. And my thing is, do you tell them that they're lost? And then some people go, oh, well, that's too harsh. And no, it's true. But I always start off with, I was lost too. Amen. And Amen. now I'm found, and I'm not better than you. I just have a little bit more understanding than you have. But that understanding is your difference between heaven and hell. It's your difference between eternity with God and the lake of fire. Just your understanding. So not only did he, he reconciled us, but he gave us the ministry to help reconcile others. And I'm going, that's how churches grow, people. They don't grow when you do bounce houses and hot dogs and give away candy. They don't grow just because you have a wonderful band. The, the crowd might grow. I'm not trying to grow the crowd. I'm trying to grow the church. Amen. Come on, Chris. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. Okay, so what you're trying to tell me is that you're trying to say right here, all this is from God through Christ. God made peace with, between himself and us and God gave us the work to bring people in peace. Then it says, I mean, that God was in Christ, making peace between the world and himself in Christ. God did not hold people guilty for their sin. And he gave us the message to tell other people. He, what? That he's not holding you guilty for your sin. Amen. I'm here to tell you he's not holding you guilty for your sin. I, am I telling you to keep sinning because you're not guilty? No. <laughs> Paul said, should we sin because we have grace and mercy? No, don't, don't do that. God forbid don't do that. I'm saying fight, out, fight your way out of sin, man. Fight your, fight your way. See, it's two parts of you. There's Dr. Jekyll and mm -hmm. there's Mr. Hyde. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Amen. Now, all of us have that. So, you know, when Dr. Jekyll is doing fine and then Mr. Hyde shows up, you know what I do? I stay in the house. Amen. Amen. I stay to myself or I surround myself with people I have to be accountable to. Amen. Accountability is so important, man. Who are you accountable to? You know, who, who, who can you really call and be like, man, I really blew that? And they not judge you, Amen. but they do hold you accountable. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Amen. So there's many days when I am like, okay, Mr. I'm looking at myself. See, you know, every morning when you get up, you got to look at yourself. Not, you know, uh, uh, you know, trying to, you know, I got to put my makeup on. Some people draw their eyebrows, you know, all that stuff. I'm talking about really look deep inside of yourself and ask yourself, where are we today? Are we okay today? If we're not okay today, then, man, we're going to have to adjust our program. When I leave out this house, I'm going to have to handle things a lot differently. I'm not okay today. So what I'm saying is sin is, 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 is it, 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 it it's something that God just doesn't hold. He's not holding you accountable anymore. I know. So here it is. If you're married, stop flirting with people then. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. You know, because so because you somebody might have did that. I don't know why I blurted that, but somebody might have did that, and then and then they feel guilty for it. I'm like, you should. Amen. Amen. But God is not holding. not holding that. Hallelujah. No, I'm not going to go there. That's too much. Chris, go to the next one. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. Chris, are we? Are we really that? I mean, because I I, I struggle with that because I'm like, Lord, everybody, I don't think many Christians have that heart. I really don't. That we're ambassadors. When you're an ambassador, that means you're in a foreign land and you're negotiating for your kingdom. And it's like, okay, we're from the kingdom of heaven. So all of you are not just Christians that come on church on Sunday. All of you are ambassadors. You are ambassadors for Christ. Where? Out there. Amen. Because a lot of you have answers to problems that everybody else has, but they have no answers. But yes, they do. They have you. Mm -hmm. They got you. You guys are ambassadors for Christ. We had a campus ministry called Youth Ambassadors for Christ, and that thing grew. I mean, we were at every major college in Michigan. I did a rally in U of M, and we had like 400 kids there, something like that, 354. It might have been even a little more. It was packed at U of M. They don't even allow spiritual things at U of M. But they let me sneak in because they were like, we don't know what you are. (laughs) Is he really, you know? So I met with the people, and they're like, yeah, okay, we'll clear it. We don't usually allow religious things to, to use halls like that. But we can't quite put our finger on you. Amen. And I went, oh, <laughs> And the hall was packed. Youth ambassadors for Christ. Young people ambassadoring, ambassadoring, ambassadoring. You know what I mean, for Christ. <laughs> That's you. Amen. That's you when you go to work. That's you. And you know what? When you do ambassador someone and they start to get it, you got to continue to follow up. Amen. Amen. You know, the goal is to get them into the presence of someone who who else who else can teach them. That's how churches grow. I'm talking about churches, not congregations or not 
multitudes. That's how the church grows. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, uh, on, on behalf of Christ, we're, we're ministers of this reconciliation of what? Your life has been kind of creepy up until this point, but it no longer has to be. And all the creepiness that happened in your life before, God can erase it. Amen. That's, that's a simple thing to tell someone when mm -hmm. they're really struggling, when they go, no, you don't understand. I, I got a divorce, you know, okay, well, God can, I was meeting with a guy the other day. We met and had a long conversation because he got divorced, and I'm like, God is a God of reconciliation. Amen. You're not dead. It's not over. Everybody say, man, I know. Amen. I'm a witness to that. And so you man, you got but you gotta forgive yourself when stuff goes wrong. You gotta forgive yourself when it gets off. You gotta forgive yourself when life just comes upon you and it doesn't go the way it should, or you, maybe the way you think it should go. You gotta forgive yourself for, for okay, but it, it didn't go the right way. But now what? Well, Jesus is the only one who's gonna judge you. The world may try. But that word doesn't matter. Amen. God gave who the ability to judge? Christ. That's it. So, but we are fruit inspectors. But he gave us the, he, he didn't give us the ability to, Christ is the only one that is going to judge you. And my thing is Christ is going to use, he's, this is what he's going to say. Well, I died for that. Amen. Chris, come on. You got a few minutes. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be, to be sin, sin for, for us. us. He took on that burden for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. In him. So when Hallelujah. you blow it, you have to remember this verse. You're the righteousness of God. Why? Because you do everything right? No, because, because you blew that. But because Jesus has made us so. It helps me forgive me. Man, kid, you gotta stop thinking that way. It's like, man, ooh. You know, yeah, I wish you, I wish I can count how many times Courtney says, Dad, don't think like that. <laughs> and I'll be like, I don't think the way I want. <laughs> you ain't my judge. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I go, no, most times I go, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't think that way. But you know, you know how I am. You know, you know, you always hit people with that line, you know how I am, you know. That line, okay, that's a cop out. Yep, yep. You know, what we have to realize is that, man, there are things that need to be better about us. It is. Amen. And the thing is, when you know the truth, then you have to do what you know. You really do. You're held responsible for the truth that you know. Amen. But what I am saying is when we don't do that, when we do blow it, or when we have them, or I go deeper, when things have happened in your past, especially when you didn't know, why is it still haunting you? Amen. Jesus took that away. He really did. Amen. It's no longer your responsibility. No, you're not responsible anymore. He, he, you see, because you're not righteous because you're righteous. You're, you're righteous because Jesus says you're righteous. Amen. Chris, come on. That was the end. Well, where are we going to go next? Come on. We're going to go to Romans. Let's go to Romans. Therefore, since we have been justified There's through a lot faith. There's therefores, right, Chris? You yes. know what I'm saying? Because of Christ, therefore. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Mm -hmm. Chris, therefore what? Since we have been justified through faith. That means we have been made right with God because of our faith, what? 
Have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So now we have peace with God. No, you don't Amen. understand. You don't realize what I did or what happened to me. I know, but you got peace with God. I had a conversation with someone who got a, 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 it's a touchy subject, but they got uh, pretty much raped when they were a kid and they were young and, and she ended up getting pregnant. And then her mom, she at that time didn't even, took her and got her a, 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 an abortion. And man, she was just was ate up about it. And I'm like, I'm not trying to hurt any of you guys' feelings or, or go against your political views, but what I'm saying is God forgives that. Amen. Amen. I don't care what you say. Amen. I don't care how you vote. Amen. Because here it is, somebody viable that Jesus says, oh, no, I get it. Okay, this was messed up. In fact, this wasn't even really your fault. Amen. So wait a minute, Kenny, are you pro-abortion? No. 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 But what I am saying is that who's the judge? Amen. He that is without sin mm -hmm. is the only one that can judge. Jesus says, whoever doesn't have sin, go ahead and hit her. Judge. Yep. I'm the only one here who can judge, and I'm not judging. Amen. Jesus Thank was the Lord. only one there who could have hit that lady in the head with a brick. That's right. Mm -hmm. And what did he do? He just waited, rode in the dirt. So what did he tell her? Don't do it again, but here's the thing. Where are your judgment people? Where is everyone who's judging you? Where'd they go? Mm -hmm. She went, they left. Okay, well, I'm not judging you either, and I'm the only one qualified to do it. Amen. But I died with you in mind. Thank you, God. I died going, Lord, they're not perfect. He even died going, forgive them. They don't even know what they're doing. They're not perfect. He's, he goes, I died, so that you won't have to try to live perfect as long as we're down here. There's too much sin on the earth. It'll never happen. Our greatest day down here has sin in it. Yep. You ever had one of them great days where you just, the weather's great, you guys had a great day, and kids were good, and you guys act like you were in love today? You know, <laughs> you had a good dinner, and you grilled out, and you did all this beautiful, it's a great day. Don't have to work tomorrow. It's a great day. Let me tell you something, it's still sin in it. Yep. Amen. So, so as long as that's a, we have, as long as that's happening, we have the ability to go terribly wrong at any moment. Yep. And Jesus has the ability to come in and rescue us again. Amen. Chris, come on. Through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. So, Chris, are you trying to tell me through faith, Christ has brought us into this blessing, God's grace, that we now enjoy. And we are very happy because the hope that we have of sharing God's glory is all over us. See, Amen. Be, see God, Jesus, is, we've gained access. See, when I pray, man, I always feel like I'm barging in because I don't belong there. Amen. I always feel like when I, when I really lean into the Lord in prayer and I really, uh, I feel like I just walked into the temple and, and then the guards stopped me at the gate. The, the angels were like, hey, who are you? You don't supposed to be here. And then God looks over and goes, no, 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 let him in. And they go, who is this? He's not worthy to be here. And then Jesus goes, yes, he is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I know he's not. He don't have on the right cloak. He doesn't have on the right clothes. He's not sparkly enough. You know. But let him in. Amen. 
because he's not worthy. But Jesus goes, yes, he is. Let him in. Mm -hmm. I always feel like I'm barging in. Like I don't belong. God, I don't belong here. I walked into the, the Plaza Hotel in New York. I went to New York, and then we were, and then we were down Man Manhattan. And I walked into the Plaza, and I went, I, I had to catch myself because I'm a bougie kind of guy. <laughs> but I'm like, it was way over my bougie level. And I was, and I was in there going, wow, this is the Plaza Hotel. Look at that chandelier. And then I heard myself going, stop. I <laughs> like you belong. I like you belong. Stop looking around. You look so stupid. Stop it. I'm talking to myself trying to not be overwhelmed by the glamour. I'm like, I don't belong here. Amen. That's how I feel when I walk into the temple. Amen. I don't belong here. And then I hear a voice. Yes, she does. Let them in. Uh, whose voice is that? Jesus, man. You don't belong, but Jesus says you do. Hallelujah, somebody. Chris, where are we going? Jumping to eight. Jump to eight, baby. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While God we do it. For, this is his love for us now. He demonstrates his love. How? While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were not good, Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. When you were, still a, you were still a sinner, he died for you not because you went to church and got yourself together. That's what people think. I, I can't go to church. I'm not together. I got too many problems. I'm, I'm too wrong. I drink too much. I, and I'm saying, man, that's why you come. You, mm -hmm. you, you can't get yourself together on your own. Amen. He, and, and the beauty of it is Christ is not expecting you to be together. He says, I died for you while you were still stinky. <laughs> I, you, weren't, you weren't righteous and I died for you. I died for you because you were a sinner. I died while you were a sinner. So while you were out doing whatever you were doing, while you were having all these evil thoughts, while you had all this unforgiveness in your heart, while you were not necessarily a night person, I died for you. Amen. Uh, he's saying, listen, God demonstrates his love for us. Why? By killing my son. I'm not killing my son. So I tell my wanna. <laughs> but then, you know, I catch myself and go, son, I love you. Yeah. Sometimes we'll just hug and he'll go, dad, I love you. I'm like, son, I love you. Amen. I never, my father never hugged me. Amen. Never hugged my father. Another story for another time. So God demonstrates his love. While we were sinners, Christ died. Chris. Since we have now been justified by his blood, yeah. how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? So since we're justified now by his blood, so why are you so hard on yourself? Because how much more will we be saved from God's wrath through Jesus? He's just. Why are you dwelling on that? Amen. It's over. It's done. It's, it's, it's nothing you can do about that other than forget it Amen. and Amen. move on. I mean, Amen. knowing that Jesus has, knowing that God has, because the only thing God sees is the blood. Amen. And he sees your faith in him. And then when God looks at us, what does he see? I see something that's like me. I, I made you in my image, my likeness. All I see is my children. So that means that, no, I, I, I don't see that. I put it in this thing 
It's this place called the Sea of Forgetfulness. I erase your slate again. Amen. Amen. Then he helps you to repent. Thank you, Lord. But you have to have a desire to repent. Amen. Amen. Repenting means to change your mind about that. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Because if you don't, it's kind of like you're crucifying Christ again. Mm -hmm. mm. Every time Christ has to swoop in and save us, it's, it's almost like we're putting him on the cross again. You've already saved me from that. Why do I keep putting you up there? Amen. Chris, I'm almost done. Come on, babe. For if we, excuse me, for if, for if while we Good. were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, yeah. how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? He says, cause because, you know, we've been reconciled. We were God's enemies. We really were. When man fell, we became God's enemies. So now we rec we've reconciled us through the death of his son. So you're safe, people. That's where the term I'm saved. Amen. Amen. Came from. Man, I'm saved, man. I'm, people go, I'm a saved person. Why? Because you're perfect? No, because no. Jesus said I am. Amen. Nah, I told Jesus, I told Julian, Jesus, I told Julian yesterday, I'm like, dude, Jesus come back right now. We're good. In fact, I wish he would. Yeah. Hallelujah. Julie's like, I'm trying to go to the movies. <laughs> I, I'm saying, man, okay, he can come back after the, after the movie. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying I wish he would come back because, son, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be so much better. This is a great day. It's just me and you hanging out. But, man. Hallelujah. I long for the return of Jesus. You know why? Because tomorrow I got to do life. Yeah. Amen. Aren't you tired of doing life? Mm -hmm. It's like, man, Amen. I'm so sick of doing life, you know? Mm -hmm. Life is full of what? People who are crazy, <laughs> stupid stuff on TV, dumb politicians, <laughs> uh, uh, nut jobs running around the street that should probably be locked up, yep. bills you got to pay, another day getting older. <laughs> a life is so enjoyable. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, man, it's like, man, my thing is, I, we, we, we actually live blessed lives, and I thank God for the life that he's given me. I really do. Amen. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm be 60 years old next June, and it's like, man, I don't feel it. God has gave me a great life. Amen. But what I'm saying is, it's still life down here. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of it is, when Jesus comes back, I told Julie, I said, it's going to be too late. He's not coming back to save the world. He already did that. He's coming back totally to judge it. And the beauty of it is he's not judging us right now. Amen. Amen. So right after the movies, I want Jesus to come back. <laughs> Chris, where are we going? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Said, so not only in this, so we but... So, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through whom? We have now received reconciliation. So that means because God gave him the power to judge, that means he's the only judge that can stand before you and condemn you. And he's saying, I'm not going to do that because that's why I died. Amen. He's the only one. God, God gave him the ability to judge. It, the Bible says it, that God didn't know, doesn't even really judge. He, gets that, he gave that ability to his son. 
Because whoever, so whoever, whosoever believes shall have everlasting life. And then he tried to make it as simple as possible. Whosoever believes. You, you don't have to really do much. You just got to believe. Only thing I'm asking you to do is hand your life over. Because I bought you. I paid for you. Mm-hmm. See, God paid for you. How? When he died, he purchased you. He Amen. bought you back and bought you peace with God. So he says, now, here's the key. I own you now. And then we go, no, you don't. What do I owe you? You owe me everything. I, I cry every day because my life isn't perfect. I, you know, I, I, I don't have the life that I've always pictured myself, so I'm mad at you. I, I don't like the way life's going and the way things have gone in my life, so I'm upset with you, God. A little. I hear people go, man, so I, I was just really, I'm really upset with God. And I go, man, that is so ignorant. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. You don't even belong in the throne room. You don't belong there. You don't, you don't have carte blanche. It's like the gate at the, at the exclusive club. You, you don't get in. You're not good enough to get in. You're not pretty enough. You're not, you don't have the right clothes on. You're not getting in. If you went to the gate, the guards at the gate will stop you. And only Jesus would say, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let them in. Let her in. And you're mad? Right. I get mad at God every, every February because I'm just like, God, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I realized something. Winter would be okay with me if it was only three months. Mm-hmm. Winter Amen. starts, man, usually we've been blessed because usually it starts right after Halloween. Right. And it runs to like May. And it's like, <laughs> man, are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, man, I mean, I can think of a million things that I could be upset with God with. You know, hey, God, I'm going to go over the list because it's a lot. And I, and, I, and I go, Lord, I have no right to be upset with you because I shouldn't even be in the throne room. Amen. Chris, I'm trying to get done. Romans 8. Romans 8, let's go. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Another Christ therefore, Jesus. Another therefore, Chris. He says, <laughs> therefore, so, or so now, anyone who's in Christ is not judged guilty. Amen. Here's the key. You got to be in Christ. Yeah. Amen. Now, here's the problem. A lot of people confessing to be in Christ, but they're not. Mm-hmm. So how do you, can you tell the difference? Fruit. Yep. Amen. It's the only way. It's not what church they go to. It's not how many members of the church they have and none of that. It's just fruit. That's the only way you'll know. Jesus says you will know them by their fruit. So it also says that many will say, I was walking in you, and Jesus will go, no, you're not. Don't even know who you are. Don't let him in. I have no idea who it is. Jesus will look at some people and go, no, I don't know who that is. Don't let them in. Mm -hmm. Scary, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Scary for me. So now anyone who's in Christ Jesus is not, you're just not just guilty. I'm trying to tell you, you're not guilty. I know, okay, so if Jesus, God gave power to Jesus to judge, so that means you're not the judge, so why are you judging you? You're not guilty. So get up and walk it off. I went to see uh, uh, Annabelle play basketball yesterday morning. So, I, you know, I, they were up the road in Almont. So I'm like, okay, I'll shoot up there. So I get up. Uh, Ashley texts me, you're in Almont. Okay, I'll come up. So I came up there. 
ooh, fifth grade girl basketball, man, those little girls are mean. Mm-hmm. They was knocking each other down, slapping each other, and tripping each other. And then the one girl is this tough girl on the other team. She's like battling with everything she had. And, and then she hit the ground, and you could tell she wasn't hurt. It was just the frustration she was having from losing. And the father looked, yells out there and goes, see, that's what you get. Calm down, get up, and get out the game. And she gets up, and she thumps off, and she sits down, and she puts her shirt over her face. And, I, and the father's just looking. And you know what he's thinking? I love my child. Amen. She's in a tantrum right now. <laughs> Bent all out of shape, you know what I mean? Just mad because, you know, you know how kids are. They, 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 it wasn't really because she was hurt. She didn't hit the ground that hard. It was, she was frustrated. You could see it all over the kid. And, and, I was, and the father just, okay. And I'm thinking, man, that's, that's, that's us. I go, Lord, why do you have me here? What, am, what are we even doing? What am, God, what are we doing? I, I, I'm so in a fog right now about my own personal life. I'm like, Lord, which way do I go? What do you want me to do? And I just hear nothing. I just sense his presence. And I guess God is saying, my presence is enough, dude. Amen. You got to have to just trust me on this one. I'm not going to show you because I know if I show you, I know what you'll do. and I get frustrated. I don't throw tantrums, but my lip goes out a little bit. I'll get a little pouty, and I go, Lord, and you know what makes me so mad, God? Because I know the answer. I know I shouldn't feel like this. I know that sometimes, you know, you just can't, sometimes you kind of go, you know what, I'm tired of being strong. Amen. Thank you. I thought I was the only one. I'm sick of this, man. I'm just tired of being why does it got to be, you know, why does I, I got to have faith? And, you know, I, sometimes I just want to be sorry. <laughs> just be silly and sorry, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes I just want to be a punk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just let me be a punk for a minute. I mean, you know, yeah. my heart and God goes, nah, see, Amen. Your, your punk days are over, son. I mean, when you, when the father looking at the little girl, he's like, oh. but when the girl gets to college, the father ain't going to deal with that. As your kids grow older, you do what? You expect more from them. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they know more. Mm-hmm. So that means when you're a kid, you don't you struggle with right and wrong, but when you get older, you know the difference. That's how God is. Amen. And God goes, okay, I'm, but I'm, I'm right here. You sense me right here. I'm right with you. I might, I'm not telling you anything, but I'm right here, but everything happens for your good. And you have to, you don't walk by sight anyway, so just allow me to just be right here. Be okay with my presence. Amen. Because Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit, brings life and he made you free. It made you free from the law that brings sin and death. That's the next verse. Amen. So you're telling me, this is what you're telling me. It's all about Jesus. Yes. Amen. So what do you have to do with that? 
nothing other than this. I'm trying to obey. Amen. Amen. What's the first two commandments? Love the Lord, everything that you have. And try to love your neighbor as yourself. That's really all he wants you to try to do. And I use the word try because he knows you're going to fail miserably. But that's what Jesus was for. So I'm trying to tell you, for anybody who's struggling with, you know, or, you know, this might be something for you to tell somebody else. Jesus died for your past failures, people. So, and because he's the only judge, stop judging. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on up. I pray and I don't feel like I belong there. I'm not good enough to be talking to God. I'm not clean enough. I don't walk righteous enough. But Jesus. So I was telling my son, we ain't got nothing to worry about, dude. In fact, you're better than me because at your age, I wasn't even thinking, I never, I didn't ask any questions about God or Jesus or anything. You are already ahead of me, dude. And Jesus, and Julian always goes, Dad, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you're, you're, and I go, nope, you already got the advantage. If you came back right now, we'll be okay. Father, we glorify you. We worship at your feet. Thank you and praise you, God, for all you do for us. And the main thing you did for us was you gave us your son who uh, fixed our problem. Therefore, we walk in the freedom that he's given us. So any past hurts, any past pain or sin, Lord, I come against that right now in Jesus' name, and I speak life and freedom. I say all things are new now. That means what happened yesterday was yesterday. So Lord, help us to walk in the freedom that you've given us. Help us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. All glory be yours, we promise. Jesus' name. Hallelujah.